Hello and welcome to the Jesus Heals podcast. Um, Again, it's been a while since I've been with you, but now we're in Advent season, so happy new year. And it's because it's the new church year with Advent. I wanted to record this episode at the beginning of Advent, but time kind of got away from me. So here we are. So I hope your Advent is going well and you're preparing your heart and that we're all preparing our hearts to welcome Jesus um, in Christmas and know that I'm praying for each of you, for all the listeners during this really special season of Advent. So in this episode, I've talked a little bit about some of this before, but I wanted to go deeper into the themes of trust and surrender. Because ultimately, when I ask myself, do I believe that Jesus heals? You know, do I, I, I want to believe that. I mean, that's the name of the podcast, right? Jesus heals. <laughs> that's what I want to convey to everybody. That's what's on my heart. And so do we really believe that? Do I really believe that Jesus heals? And deeper than that, it comes down to, if I believe that anyone is going to heal me, I need to trust them. And usually part of that trust involves surrender. So even in the, in the idea of like a, a medical need, right? Do I believe and trust that the doctor is going to help me, to heal me? And part of that is surrendering to what the doctor says to do. So if I have an injury and, or if I'm sick and I go to the doctor because I trust that their medical advice, right? Um, and they tell me, you need to do this type of physical therapy or you need to take this medicine, I have to surrender my own thoughts and my own ideas. Maybe I think, oh, I don't need to take the medicine. Um, But really, um, the doctor knows best. And if I want to have healing in that realm, um, then I need to trust and surrender to the doctors. And sometimes it's easier to do that because we see the doctor. We know, you know, if it's a good doctor, if they've been recommended to us, if we've known them for a lot of years, you know, we trust our doctors that we know. And that's a good thing. That's why they're there. Thank God for good doctors. So, but when we look with our relationship with Jesus, and when we ask ourselves, when I ask myself, do I believe that Jesus heals? Do I believe Jesus will heal me? It comes down to, do I trust Jesus? And I want to, but I also like having my own plan and, you know, also lies get in there that think I'm not worthy enough for Jesus to, to, you know, heal me or whatever. I'm not good enough. And so I want to look at even the definition of trust, right? So I like to look up words in dictionaries and give definitions of them. But trust is to place confidence in, to rely on, to hope or expect confidently. And I was reading a book um, the other day, like a week ago, and the author was saying that all of us try to put our trust in something or someone. Like, we're made to do that as human beings. But really, in the deepest part of us, we're called to put our trust in God, who has made us, who provides for us, who is our good father, But sometimes we have difficulty trusting God because of maybe past hurts or things. And also, 
because we have these difficulties with trust, um, if we don't trust someone, we can't surrender to them. <clears throat> so, and often when I think of surrender, even kind of the first thing that comes to mind, um, and maybe for you too, if you think, what does surrender mean to you? You could just think for a minute. And for me, I, I, also, I um, immediately think about um, like an army surrendering to another army, right? There's a battle and there's two people fighting, two groups fighting, and one surrenders, like they give up. And that's not really a, a good image. Like it, I feel like, oh, that person's weak. They gave up to the other, to the other side. Um, and the definition of surrender, so I looked that up too, and one of the definitions is the act of giving up after a struggle, the act of giving something over to the possession or control of someone else. So with Jesus, am I in the disposition with him to give everything over to him, to give him possession of whatever I'm holding on to, him, to give him control? Because he knows what's good for me. He knows my deepest desires. He's not going to do anything that will cause me harm. And to sur so to surrender to someone in this way, to surrender to Jesus, I'm exercising trust in him because I trust that he's not going to lead me astray. He's not going to harm me. And I think I've, I'm pretty sure I've told this story before in other episodes, but when I think of trust and I think of trust in Jesus, I think of when I was in, in college, I would go, this was before I was a sister, so I would go dancing with friends on certain nights of the week. And one of my friends, he could dance really well, like swing dance and do all these things, you know, where you have a partner, like a, a man and a woman dance together. And I didn't really know much about dancing. But he did, and he could tell me what to do, and and he would be able to guide me, and we would have a lot of fun. And sometimes he would want to try some new dance move while we were in the middle of the dance floor and the music was going. And sometimes it involved like him throwing me into the air and catching me or doing something crazy. And so he would ask me, right? You know, we'd be dancing, and he would say, he would look at me and say, do you trust me? And he would wait for my answer. And sometimes I would say, no, not right now, because I wasn't ready for whatever crazy dance move he was going to try to do. But sometimes I would say yes. And when I would say yes, and I really did trust him and I followed his lead, we would do these like amazing dance moves that were so much fun. But if I doubted or hesitated or held back, and when he was trying to do the dance move, it wouldn't work. And we would end up like, almost falling or we'd have to stop dancing or whatever the case may be. And I think of that example being a very tiny example of the way that God is with us, that Jesus is with us. Like people will say life is like a dance and I think that's kind of cheesy, but it's real <laughs> and we can use it as a metaphor here. But imagine like I'm dancing with Jesus, you're dancing with Jesus and Jesus is very kind and patient and you're dancing and he'll ask, do you trust me? And he waits for your answer. He doesn't force us 
to do anything that we're not ready to do or that we're not comfortable doing. Uh, yeah, and then we're not ready to do. And if we say no, he waits. And the same with my friend. He would wait, and then a few minutes later, he would say, he would ask me again, do you trust me? <laughs> so he wouldn't give up. He would keep asking. But he would also keep being very kind and considerate, and he wouldn't force me. Because if he forced me, then in the dance, often it, it would have turned out bad. We could have fallen over or gotten hurt or whatever. <clears throat> So that's that's not good. And it wouldn't have been a joyful experience. It would have been a scary experience for me. And maybe for him, too, because he wouldn't have known what how I was going to react to whatever move he was doing. But God is patient, and Jesus is patient, and he asks, do you trust me? And when we can say yes, when we can surrender our own plans, our own idea of what the next move should be, and we trust him then beautiful and fun things can happen, like the dance move, right? <laughs> so it's a, it's a simple kind of analogy, but, but it's really beautiful. And so then people ask me, well, how do I deepen my trust in Jesus? How do I surrender to Jesus? And I want to recommend two prayers, and you can Google these. Um, I'll try to find links and put them in the show notes, if I can find it online. I know I can find one of them online, but... So for trust, there's a beautiful prayer from one of the Sisters of Life, and it's called the Litany of Trust. <laughs> so, obvious what it's about. And then there's uh, a novena, a prayer written by a priest, and it's called the Surrender Novena. And both of these have been, like, go-to prayers for me that I pray often, um, and sometimes even I'll pray part of them multiple times a day if there's a certain intention that I'm needing deeper trust in or I just need to remind myself of, of trusting in God more. So I want to pray just a couple lines now from the Litany of Trust. It's a longer litany, but I want to pray a couple lines of it now. And then I want to also talk about one of the points of the Surrender Novena. <clears throat> So, from the Litany of Trust, from the Sisters of Life. From the belief that I have to earn your love, deliver me, Jesus. From, anxi <clears throat> excuse me. from anxiety about the future, deliver me, Jesus. From the belief that my life has no meaning or worth, deliver me, Jesus. That you are continually holding me, sustaining me, loving me. Jesus, I trust in you. That you are with me in my suffering. Jesus, I trust in you. That your plan is better than anything else. Jesus, I trust in you. That I am your beloved one. Jesus, I trust in you. <clears throat> So those are a few pieces from the Litany of Trust. And it's sometimes I just pray with a line of it over and over again, even the last line, that I am your beloved one. You know, I can forget that. I can forget that I am Jesus' beloved. And if I forget that, then my trust kind of goes out the window too. So that was the Litany of Trust. And now with the Surrender Novena, this is a prayer... That came from an Italian priest, and 
I believe he's a servant of God. So he's like on the way to being a saint. He's one of the, it's one of the first steps of being canonized in the Catholic Church. But one of the points, so it's a novena, so it's nine days of prayer. But on the sixth day, part of the novena says, Trusting in the intervention of man hinders us receiving God's word. It's not to say man can't be inspired by the Holy Spirit and help us. Rather, where do I place my trust, my hope? Do I rely on God or on only other people and God is an afterthought? And when I read that, it really struck me because, yes, we need we can trust in other people and we need to. We need to trust in our friends and our family. And when you have a good relationship, you can trust people. That's good. But where do we place all of our trust and hope? Do we trust only in other people and God is an afterthought? Or are we able to trust in God and other people? <clears throat> And this, almost that could be like a, almost a thought for an examination of conscience or something. You know, at the end of the day, like, who have I trusted in today? Where have I put my trust? Where have I put my hope? You know, where, where are those things? You know, do I have my own plan? Do I not, you know, I don't have my trust and hope in Jesus because I, I think I'm not worthy enough or not good enough? We're made to trust God, and he is good. He is truth itself. But often, society and past wounds from other people and things we've been told by people that we should have trusted, we were supposed to trust, all of these things can get in the way of our ability to trust in God. All of us have, have these difficulties, and things in society tell us, you know, if we have this diet or take this multivitamin or whatever, then we'll have perfect health and, you know, you don't, you don't need anything else. Well, all of those things are good. You know, eating a good diet is good. Taking a multivitamin if you need it is a good thing. Um, but when you put all of your hope in that, that's where things can get a little, a little skewed. And also things can, these lies that kind of creep in from society, um, can kind of block us from putting all of our hope and our trust in Jesus. So, as we come to the end of this little episode, I, I want to just take a moment to pray with you and renounce these lies that get in our way so that we can all experience deeper trust and surrender and hope in Jesus and in Jesus the healer. So if it's okay with you, um, join me in prayer for a moment. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Enlighten any dark spaces in our hearts, any dark parts that are places of mistrust and places of where we defend ourselves and, and can't surrender. Any lies that we have believed Show them to us now, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. And you can pray with me if you 
would like. You can repeat after me. In the name of Jesus Christ, I renounce the lie that God is not good. <clears throat> In the name of Jesus Christ, I renounce the lie that I am not worthy of having God as a good father. In the name of Jesus Christ, I renounce the lie that God is not trustworthy. In the name of Jesus Christ, I renounce the spirit of mistrust. In the name of Jesus Christ, I renounce the lie that no one can be trusted and I have to do everything myself. In the name of Jesus Christ, I renounce the lie that surrendering to Jesus is a sign of weakness. In the name of Jesus Christ, I announce the truth that Jesus is good and that God is our good Father. In the name of Jesus Christ, I announce the truth that I can trust God. And in the name of Jesus Christ, I announce the truth that I can surrender myself to God, who is good. And if there's anything else you can think of that inhibits your ability to surrender, any lies that you've taken on, any any ideas that are false, you know, just renounce them in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray all these things in Jesus' name, asking for his precious blood to come over us and cover us and protect us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Thanks for listening, and I hope that this was helpful to you, and I'll put up the links to the Surrender Novena and the Litany of Trust, and I encourage you to pray with those. And again, um, you don't have to pray the whole prayer. You can even just pray a part of it, um, whatever. Or you can pray the whole thing or do the whole novena for nine days. That's awesome too. But there just helps to help us keep our focus on Jesus and the truth and help us to have trustful surrender in him and know that Jesus heals. So bring to him any parts of us that are, are broken or hurting, anything at all. And with his love, and his grace, he will heal us. Thank you so much for listening, and God bless you.